Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Trot's talk. Live the dream. Get involved in harness racing today. NZ Harness Racing. Visit hrnz.co.nz. Kia ora, very good morning everyone. Welcome into Trot's Talk. Yes, brought to you by Harness Racing New Zealand. Greg O'Connor with you for the next hour. We've got a few guests coming up uh, of interest. Richard Bromley will set the scene for Ashburton today. They've got an eight-race programme as we move away from the winter series out of Addington Raceway and beautifully fine uh, Canterbury Day it is. So looking forward to hearing uh, from Richard about how it sets up uh, down there as we roll into the New Zealand Cup and of course the IRT New Zealand Cup the second Tuesday in November the 14th it's a bit later this year and we had on Friday night at Addington Raceway the National Handicap which used to traditionally be the kickoff for cup horses and the old trainers used to say if you didn't start in the National you couldn't win a cup. Anything goes. Got the business done there over All-American Lover. Artie's Express, though, led up, got to the 300-metre mark, and Tim Williams asked her to go a bit quicker, and she cross-fired, and as a result, went into a gallop, and anything goes, dashed away, and gives the All-Stars a very, very strong three-pronged attack with the likes of Akuta and the former cup winner, in self-assured overnight catch a wave got the business done out of melton uh, that of course was in uh, pretty good time 151.7 uh, but he knocked off again bulletproof boy almost came back at him much like his stable mate yam bucky and did when beating him fresh up the lost storm also won over the longer distance of 2240 metres and 153.1 so as they head towards the Eureka where the likes of Leap to Fame will be waiting for them. Alright let's get to Ashburton though catch up with a good friend of SENZ Trots Talk Richard Bromley who's about to amp up work wise as he does many of the country clubs in the Canterbury region. Very good morning to you Richard. Morning Gregory how's things? Uh, very good uh, for me. What about for you? As I just mentioned, it's going to get a little bit busier now we move away from Addington Raceway and we head to the country clubs, if you like, and first cab off the rank, Ashburton. So set the scene for me for the eight-race program today. Yeah, beautiful day down here, Greg. Um, sun's out 15, 16 degrees. It's going to get warm as the day goes on. A gentle northeast breeze at the moment, but um, perfect conditions as I speak to you. Just see Snooky Cowan, just who does a lot of the track work down here, just cruising by on the John Deere, just with the conditioner behind it, and just fluffing up the track. So perfect conditions down here for uh, the eight-race car, kicking off at just after one o'clock. Yeah, looking forward uh, to that unfolding. We're back at Ashburton on the 3rd of September, and then you start to get into all of the meetings that you look after. Methans on the 10th, that's the first meeting for them 
uh, in what used to be uh, the old season, of course, but the first meeting for them into spring. And then we've got Oamaru, the Hannon Memorial, and then it's Banks Peninsula and it's Trotting Cup Day a bit earlier this year, uh, about the 24th of uh, September. So plenty to, to look forward to. And Addington serves its purpose over winter. I think everyone agrees it's the perfect place to have the couple of months that are the worst weather-wise, undercover, etc. But it, it also means that when we get to this stage, uh, you can get a little bit excited and the change is uh, as good as a holiday, as they say, in terms of venues, Richard. Absolutely. As you just say, you just talked about the Banks for Lynch meeting in the end of September. We're already talking about spring racing. So as you say, middle of August already, just around the corner of that exciting spring race. And of course, and with the country uh, racing gets into full swing of those grass track racing. But as you say, before we know it, it's going to be um, September, October, and we won't be far away from cup time. So really looking forward to the latter part of winter, early spring racing. Richard, when you look forward to the IRT New Zealand Cup, and in the last couple of years, COVID sort of took care of uh, uh, some of the enthusiasm, if you like, because we couldn't have as many people on track. But we also struggled a little bit numbers-wise. You only need to have a look at the futures market at tab.co.nz to see the depth that we have this year, not only for the IRT New Zealand Cup, but for a race like the junior free-for-all, which this year is going to be sponsored by the TAB, there's there's some real depth in, in harness racing at the moment, and, and I'm looking forward to these races as we build towards the Cup. Um, Favourites at the moment, well, Akuta's $3.50. Copy that and self-assured. Copy that two-time winner, self-assured, won the previous year, uh, both $5. Old Town Road, seven fifty alongside the Blacks of Fake winner, Swayze. Anything Goes won the other night, he's $11, but you start going a bit further down, Richard, and you've got Artie's Express, who looked like it was going to win the other day, his stablemate, uh, or her stablemate, rather, BD Joe, Krug, Republican Party, Hey Bartender, Smithy's Terror, All-American Lover, Can Go, Loyalist If It Comes, The Big Lebowski, who understands coming down with Copy That nice and early, Alter Wise Guy, He's a sport, McAndrew Aviator, American Me, all of these other horses just bubbling below the free-for-allers means that not only should the cup be full of depth, but the junior free-for-all should be as well. And that's not including, and we found this last year, Republican Party won the junior free-for-all last year. So the likes of Merlin, Don't Stop Dreaming, they're going to be looking for a run leading into the derby because... Cup Day is about three weeks before Grand Prix Day, which is Derby Day. Yeah, exactly. You're right there, Greg. As you said, there's a lot of depth in the harness racing at the point. I think when COVID did hit, it sort of affected us more than what we thought. And coming up, we're well and truly on the other side of it now. And therefore, the depth of harness racing, as you say, is very, very good right through the two, three, and four-year-olds. So as you say, that, that a pinnacle racing, a lot of depth and really looking forward to the, the latter part of the racing season with all those good races and the good horses competing. So it's going to be, as you say, very, very even uh, come those open grade racing. Yeah, and stakes-wise, uh, we've just had that increase, so uh, the enthusiasm for the owners and the participants uh, will only continue to rise. OK, we're, we haven't got any free-for-allers there today at Ashburton, but have you sorted out a couple for our SENZ listeners that they might want to get involved in this afternoon? We also have a terminating pick-six there. 
Yeah, no, some good betting races throughout the day. I mean, everyone's tipping forever. Me and the fillies of me has raced a dollar sixty. Run that through your mould pools all day. She's a a group performer, son of a dormy, so she'll be very very tough to beat in that fillies of me. just pulling the eye over the rest of the uh, car. Maybe a couple at value race number three. The horse called Choco Lou. Colin and Julie DeFilippi train. Jimmy Curtin uh, does the driving today. Now he has had a lot of luck since quitting Maidens about six seven weeks ago, but. And an even field today at around the 5 or $6 mark. It's a very good each-way bet in race number three. And then look at race number seven, the Conqueror. Uh, Force wins in its career. Two of them have come on the track. An ideal race for him as well. Uh, Trevor Harkness does the training there from Timaru and Sam Motley, the driver today. Around the $7 for the win, $2.20 for the place. Once again, a one at very good each-way value. So race three, number seven, uh, Choco Lu, And race seven, number five, uh, the Conqueror at each-way value here at Ashburton today. All right, forever me through your multis. Thanks for your time, Richard, and thanks for setting the scene there at Ashburton. Thanks, Greg. All right, that's Richard Bromley, uh, who does a lot of the secretarial work in the Greater Canterbury region, particularly for the country clubs. Uh, racing returned to Southland over the week, and one of the standout performers uh, was Nathan Williamson, along with Brent Barclay. He had a very good day driving three winners as well. Here's one of Nathan's winners, so we can have a chat to him about Advance Party. And it's Advance Party taking the lead on the point of the home turn and the Philly shot for home. Tartan Raider down the outside and then American Mac, but Advance Party two lengths in front. Tartan Raider giving really good chase. Advance Party in front though, a quality Philly and she'll resume with a quality win. She won at a length and a half. Tartan Raider second, third American Mac. He's a minus Almost the perfect team. return for Advance Party, who's now back with the prices uh, down south. The regular pilot on picking will be throughout uh, her three-year-old or latter part of her three-year-old career will be Nathan Williamson who joins us. Uh, morning to you, Nate. Yeah, morning, Greg. Beautiful bred, uh, beautifully bred filly she is. Uh, she almost had the perfect return to the racetrack during the week because she got an excellent run into it, did it under her own steam. How did she feel? Yeah, that's right, Greg. No, it was nice to be able to um, sort of have her camped off the speed. Obviously, the draw dictated that a little bit, but it was yeah, it was lovely to do it that way. And um, yeah, just sort of um, yeah, yeah, bring her into the race in her own time. And um, no, she she felt great. She sort of um, it, no, definitely should um, keep improving with the run. But um, yeah, no, she won with a bit in hand, and uh, no, it was it was nice to get a feel of her. Look, she's clearly good quality. She needs to be this year, though, because there's an unbeaten filly called Millwood Nike that she chased around a few times. So um, as good as fillies that you've driven in your time and horses that you've driven in your time, does she give you a good horse's feel? Um, yeah, look, she certainly does. Obviously, her record um, speaks for itself as far as, you know, she, she ran a New Zealand record at a first race day start. So look, the talent is definitely there. Um, yeah, Probably um, things just didn't go quite right for her at the end of last campaign. But, um, yeah, she's coming up this time and seems well. And, um, as I say, we can only um, yeah give her a chance against those good fillies later on and, and see whether she does step up to them. But um, certainly gives you a good horse feel, a lot like... Um, a lot like Democrat Party um, and, the, and the feel she gives you. And, um, you know, she was a really good mare too. So, um, yeah, no, exciting times. All right, looking forward to seeing what she can do. You also won with uh, still your shot for uh, Brett Gray. Nice nice performance as well, Nathan. Pretty comfortable too. 
Yeah, he did much the same sort of thing. He did it with a bit in hand and, um, yeah, one nice. He's definitely a horse to follow. He's a pretty smart horse. He um, yeah, give, gives you a real good feel and he's got a real willing attitude. So um, quite like him. I think he'll be one to follow over the next sort of month or six weeks. All right, mate, you've had a decent break from racing, if you like, down there. How's the winter treated you? And I'm picking you're not far away from getting some horses at least to the trials and ultimately race day. Um, how are the teams shaping up? Yeah, well, look, look obviously um, we get a bit of wet weather down here and cold weather through the winter, but we've had a really, really good winter um, up until probably the last sort of three weeks. We've had quite a bit of rainfall and things have got pretty wet, but up until then we'd sort of um, had it probably as good as anywhere in the country. So, um, yeah, been quite lucky that way. The horses are quite forward. Um, trolled a few yesterday. Um, Hidden Talon had her first run back for a long time. She trolled yesterday. Um, really happy with her, Greg. Um, she's come up really well. She was always planned to give her a long break after her um, three-year-old campaign and sort of set her for these fillies and mares races in the spring. So, um, yeah, she's on target for that and trolled really well yesterday. Um, another horse you remember, Rise Up and Dance, bring him to Addington and he took out a maiden and we turned him out afterwards for a good break. He's a real big boy, but he trolled yesterday. He's coming up well. And, um, yeah, there's, there's a few there sort of on their way back, but, um, yeah, won't be too far away from trolling. All right, that uh, horse you talked about, Hidden Talent, we know that it's not hidden because she's got immense talent, beautifully bred as well, and uh, looking forward to seeing her again because last start, of course, was behind uh, Nazareth. So, um, yeah, looking forward, and that was in the derby back in December. Uh, you mentioned Rise Up and Dance. What about Sandwave and Pembroke Playboy? Where are we at with that pair? Yeah, so Pembroke Playboy's not far away from resuming. Um, He'll definitely run sort of in the Hannon. He'll be his sort of his first major target. Um, I had planned to um, perhaps have him um, ready for some of the uh, Addington features um, lead ups to the Cup, but um, just had a little setback, so he's just been um, back a week or two. But um, he'll trial probably in the next fortnight or so. Um, he's pretty ready to to, to go now, so um, no, he'll do that, and then we'll um, yeah look at look at probably kicking him off in the Hannon, or certainly the Hannon will be his first major target. So. Um, He's coming back well. Um, we decided to give him a really long break and give him the autumn off and hopefully um, put all the problems we've had with him behind him. So um, fingers crossed this year we can get a um, you know really sound and healthy crack at the um, cut preparations and hopefully he can um, step up and be good enough. All right, what about Sandwave? Um, so Sandwave is um, a, a wee way behind them. He had a good break um, and I just decided I'm going to take a wee bit of a quieter path with him. Um, he won't be sort of back racing or certainly um, probably trialling until October. Um, yeah, he'd come in in um, July. So he's um, he's done about five weeks jogging now, but um, he'll be a wee bit later. We're just going to bring him through a bit quieter and maybe target something like the junior free-for-all around cup time again, a race I think he was third or fourth or maybe fifth in last year, but he wasn't far away and he was only a three-year-old then. So we'll um, yeah, perhaps target that and then... Um, look at the Invercargill Cup down here later on, obviously, um, on the home track and sort of probably make that our target. What about uh, other horses in the barn? Is the, is the one for our SENZ listeners that you're looking forward to uh, getting to the races, maybe one that we haven't seen before? Um, yeah, well, we've got a, quite a nice group of two-year-old paces sort of to come through um, through the spring and, you know, hopefully, um, you know, develop over the summer into nice three-year-olds. Um, 
there's probably a couple I could give you, Greg. Um, uh, a Better's Delight guy called Miraculous. He had a couple of workouts last time in. Um, do quite like him. Um, he's probably going to be seen later on in the spring. And I've got a, um, a Captain Treacherous half to Don't Stop Dreaming. He trialled yesterday um, called Dreams Are Free. We qualified him um, in the in the autumn last year and put him aside. Um, yeah, he's quite a nice two-year-old. Um, yeah, he, he sort of, you know, feels like he's got a bit of the family ability. So, um, yeah, hopefully those two can sort of step up and do good things um, as uh, three-year-olds. All right, Miraculous and Dreams Are Free for Nathan Williamson uh, going forward. Um, looking forward to seeing your colours out there again with some of these stars of the stable uh, in the not-too-distant future. Nate, thanks very much for taking the time to have a chat to us on SENZ Trot's Talk. And, yeah, well done getting back to uh, racing down there in the south. There was some excellent contests there, and they're only going to get better. So uh, plenty to look forward to, mate. No, no problem, Greg. Always appreciate it. Cheers. All right, that's Nathan Williamson out of his base in Southland and his uh, blue colours with the black and white sash uh, we know so well. And when you think about horses like Sandwave and Pembroke Playboy, hidden talent who really is uh, very, very smart. Looking forward to seeing her back. And there's a couple for you to put in your black book, Miraculous and Dreams Are Free. And, of course, he drove Advance Party who won't be hard to find, particularly when she's down there going forward, but she'll be looking forward to the Oaks, of course, which is run on Grand Prix Day being the 10th of December. So, yeah, some pretty smart horses uh, getting ready in the Deep South. Short break for us. On the other side, we'll have the Southern Man, which today is the Summon a Southern Woman segment here on SENZ Trot's Talk. Don't forget to go to hrnz.co.nz for everything you need to know about harness racing, including a preview for Ashburton today, which is what we're going to do with Cherie Tomlinson and Sarah O'Reilly. Both of them have winning chances, I believe. I'm a Southern man And I'm so brilliant. I got the South in my blood And I'm gonna be Yes, it is the Southern Man segment, or Southern Woman segment, as it is on this Sunday. Hope it's going well for you, and hope it's going well for the first of our guests to help us out at Ashburton today, Cherie Tomlinson. Morning to you, Cherie. Morning, Greg. How's your Sunday treating you so far? And I suppose, as I just said to Richard Bromley before, nice to be getting away from Addington Raceway after a couple of months of winter racing. It's clearly the, the most logical place to uh, to be racing through those pretty ordinary months. But um, nice to be getting to another venue. I'm sure you're looking forward to it. Yeah, definitely. We're just heading down now, and um, no, great to be back at Ashburton. Um, it's one of my favourite tracks, so no, it'll be good to... And go down the van, hopefully have a bit of luck. Speaking of luck, season going pretty well. You're just bubbling uh, below the radar there and somewhat with about 24 or 25 wins. You're about 20 shy of your career best. Um, we've got, what, five months to go. How do you feel it's going for you? And is it realistic to think that you could knock off your best? Um, well, I think both um, Mum and Grandad's stable and Bruce's have some horses that are going to come out and win some races over the next five months or even into the new year. So um, I'm not really too worried about um, breaking the winning record. It's just be nice to have the horses that we're working up at the moment to do a good job over the next six to 12 months' time. 
Tree, have you been a goal setter? Is it something you do, or is it more about exactly what you just said then? You, you, you just want to give those horses the opportunities that you're getting with them every possible chance, and if the wins come, so be it. Yeah, that's right. Um, it's just, yeah, it's great to have success with, with what you're working with, and, you know, um, just, yeah, I think that's what it is. I don't really set out to have any goals. It's more, um, you know, to get the winners that you can get and have luck with what, what you're working with. Cherie, speaking of mum and granddad, couple for them in the first two races, Brian Beat and Ono oh Nana. Have they got first four chances, in your opinion? Uh, well, Brian Beat, I mean, he probably needs to step up today. He's got the opportunity um, to go a good race, uh, being a one-win trot. So, I mean, it's, they don't have them often. So, you know, today, if he's, if he's going to be a top four chance, it should be today. And if not... Um, if he doesn't probably put in, he's probably due to be turned out and hopefully he comes back better next time in. But today will show that. And oh no, Nana, well, he's just the GP at home and we thought if we're taking one down, you know, he, he's fit, we might as well chuck him on the truck too. And unfortunately, he hasn't ended up with a great draw. But, you know, maybe one day he might pick up a win, but we're not holding our breath. All right, I understand that. You may as well take two down there. Then we get into the Bruce Negus team. Shard's Fury in race number three. Won a lot of races, this horse, and I suppose, therefore, you've always got to respect him. Nine races, in fact, he's won. Uh, what about his chances today he goes round in that third, which is uh, over the 2,400? Yeah, he's a funny horse, old Shard's Fury. Like, you just never know when he's going to pull one out of the bag. And, you know, it could be today, it could be next week, um... So, yeah, he'll, he'll step and should, you know, he'll put in an honest race if he wants to sort of thing. So, um, yeah, we'll just have to see what, what Shard's Fury turns up today. All right, $14 chance, a first starter in race number five, four-year-old by betting line bets on for Bruce. Uh, what have you made of this horse's trials? The latest of those are second behind. Race rival and favourite for this race, Kiwi's Rock. Yeah, been to improve with every outing he's had, um, and his fitness is is getting better. Uh, first start today uh, from a stand and drawn one, you know. Hopefully, he'll do things right, but it's a big ask. And you know, if he steps away, at least you know he'll be on the fence, and um, he could run a sneaky race. Page at race number six likes Ash Burton. Has a good mobile record. Two of her five wins have come when she's been behind the gate. She's to the second row today. Uh, this mare follows out Heavenly Strings. Uh, she's certainly capable, Cherie, and I thought the $9 price was about right. Yeah, she's definitely capable, and it's her second time off the unruly uh, from the mobile, so I was quite happy with the second row draw. She's one that you can't really rush early, so if she finds her feet and probably doesn't end up too far back, but she could she could get a nice... Uh, drag through and um, obviously she got things wrong last start from the stand so I think that's a really competitive race for her and both her and Buffy Northstains uh, should should probably but they could be a top three chance Yeah absolutely Buffy Northstains is, uh, is very much a chance Jessica Young Grant doing the driving there Fovo Gambler in race number seven do we just put a line through that last start I know uh, he was in a amateur driver's race when second two starts back but comes up with a handy barrier draw here likes racing at Ashburton there's a few ticks there 
Yeah, Bruce just thought he was a bit easy on him from the amateur race to his last start, so he's just upped his work a little bit, and uh, he worked really well during the week. So, I mean, if he gets a start right, I think he's a real competitive runner in that race. All right, and Tower of Love completes your day. Looks an each-way prospect in the last for Jordan Simpson. Yeah, we didn't have much luck last time out at Eddington, so... um, it's a hard one, those races, you can't really be doing too much, but at the same time, you know, he, he's probably a horse that goes better uh, leading, so, I mean, depending on how he comes out and um, what the gate speed is from the rest of the horses, you know, he, he probably could dictate that race, but obviously uh, that class of horses as well, they can't, they can't be doing too much, um, you know, early and mid-race and still be there at the end, so... We'll just have to see what happens. But I, I think he's, he's a good show um, if he gets in a nice trip. Sheree, for the SENZ Trots Talk listeners on this Sunday, what do you think is your best each-way chance today? Because you've got a few. Yeah, well, I think uh, with Paige on the second row, you know, she can just take her time early and, you know, hopefully a few go hard up front. And I can't see why she won't be storming home late uh, going back to the mobile. All right, really appreciate your time. Go well. Thank you very much. Good on you. That's Sheree Tomlinson, Sarah O'Reilly's Ashburton bound as well. She joins us now. Morning to you, Sarah. How's it going? It's going well for me, Sarah. How's it going for you? Pretty good too. Excellent. Sarah, looking through your record, you're honing in on 250 career wins this season. You're about 12 or 14 in front in the Junior Drivers Premiership. You, to me, feel like you've been in the Junior Drivers uh, event series, if you like, forever. You're up to about your fifth or sixth year. How long do you get to stay in that grade? Well, it's my sixth year this year, so I'll be all done um, at the end of this year. But it has felt like it's been a while too for me. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you've done a great job, as we know, uh, multiple national championship winner, Australasian winner. Um, yeah, things are, things have been going pretty well over those uh, five and a half years uh, thus far. Let's see if we can continue that today. Whip through your drives. Sweet spirit for Regan Todd in race number two. She's always looked likely to win a maiden. Um, I'm not too sure. I don't think you've driven her before, but what are your, what are your radio chances today? Yeah, I haven't um, driven this horse before, so it will be interesting to see what she's like. But, yeah, she has always looked like she could win a race, and, well, hopefully it could be today, but the draw probably might not really suit her, but hopefully they just can bowl along up front and we could just hopefully be running on. Yep, she's come up with barrier six. She's a $13 chance. Franco Messi got its maiden win two starts back, uh, Sarah, and then went an excellent race at Addington. Of course, you're the regular pilot of this three-year-old for Brent and Tim White. Um, he was good last time, wasn't he? Goes to a stand today. How do you think he'll handle that? Yeah, hopefully quite good. He's pretty sensible, and he's had a few round home, and he has trialled from a stand before but he did just bobble away so he'll have to bring his manners today but he is usually sensible so I am hoping well he should be okay and then like he is a bit of a funny horse he's just hasn't really clicked on to what racing is about so um, 
hopefully we can get a good um, run during the race and he should be able to be um, sprinting home. Sarah, is he one to follow then if he hasn't quite cottoned on because he must just be doing what he is at the moment on raw ability? Yeah, he just he can just knock off at funny stages of the race and his last start, he he was following um, this first and second horse around the bend but he just can knock off and then that's why he was um, finishing so well um, up the straight. So yeah, once he clicks on... Um, Hopefully he can win a few more races, all right. Uncle Patrick has Sonoma Tyrone back at the races today. You've been driving her at the trials. Um, what's she coming up like and what are her chances today? Yeah, I've been happy with both of her trials. Um, the one that was just earlier on this week, I just stayed in behind um, the horse in front of me and she was feeling super. She was grabbing up the bit nicely and she did the same the week before finishing off the child good so the mobile suits um her style and she um she does race pretty good fresh so hopefully um she'll be in it today yeah do you, do you give her a good chance and a good winning chance well i i don't see why she couldn't really like the draw is a bit of a bugger but um, I think that's just because she's rated higher than some of the other ones. But, like, yeah, I think the distance and her fresh state, she should be well enough to sort of be there at the finish. All right, she's a $7 chance, so uh, a decent winning hope in that. Ruby's at a delight is uh, your drive in race number seven. Just keeps on going good races, Sarah, and she's in a race that she can probably win too. Yeah, um, she came back from her spell in very good order. She went good first up and then Ricky won on her and then she hasn't missed a beat since. Um, she is in a standing start today, but that doesn't usually bother her because she's a good pacer. She gets away cleanly and during the outside she can do her own thing anyway. Um, yeah, and then if she usually puts in a good effort, she, she will be there at the finish. And you got the nine-year-old get it on in the last a twenty-six dollar chance. Um, probably just needs to lift on its most recent performances. Yeah, he will sort of have to bring his A game today if he wants to be competitive. Good, that's good, Sarah. Righto, we need to know what your best chance in your eyes uh, you think at Ashburton today is. Um, hopefully, Franco Messi. All right. I think so too. Uh, Sarah goes round in race number three, Franco Messi, about a $2.80 chance. Hey, thanks so much again for your time. Congratulations uh, on the way things are going uh, as you head towards potentially another Premiership uh, win as a junior. And uh, go well at Ashburton today. Thank you very much. All right, it's Sarah O'Reilly. So we've had Cherie Tomlinson, thinks Paige is her best each way chance in race number six. Just get that number for you. Race six, number 11. And if you go back to race three, Franco Messi, the best chance today for Sarah O'Reilly. Race three, number three. Short break for us. On the other side, the premiership leading trainers at the moment are Robert and Jenna Dunn. And RJ joins us to talk about their team when we return.
Welcome back into uh, Trot's Talk, and it's a pleasure to be joined by currently the Premiership leader alongside his daughter-in-law, Jenna, Robert Dunn. Uh, very good morning to you, RJ. Yeah, good morning to you, Greg. You've had a nice freshen up, a nice uh, holiday, and John and Jenna are uh, enjoying the Gold Coast at the moment. And on a Sunday, a rarity, no runners for the stable today, but we don't want to focus on that. We want to focus on where you are in the Premiership at the moment. You lead by about 26. And when I start talking to you about some of the horses still to come back, it might be an unassailable lead as we head into spring. Well, it's a, it's a good lead, Greg, and sometimes when you're against the Purdy stable, you need that buffer because they can pull back quite a few wins, as you all know, in a very, very short amount of time. But we have got a very strong team coming into the spring and, and uh, through the summer. couple that were to line up in the National the other night that were scratched, um, let's talk about those and see where things are. Heisenberg and uh, Mighty Louie, I think it was. Were they both scratched? I think it was those two. Yeah, they were. It was, a, it was a bit of a shame because they trained on the Monday morning and trained really well on the beach. Um, it was an early beach and... Uh, and they, and, they, and um, he and his hunter came off the track, uh, off the beach, and he said, boy, Mighty Louie, he said, I'm on him on Friday night. But when we just had him on the nebulizers afterwards, which we do on a regular basis, um, they both were coughing a little bit. So I got Sam Taylor to come and scope them, and they did have lung infections, and it was right down into the lung, so it was sort of too risky to race, so we decided to pull the plate and treat them. And it is only early on where we're building towards the IRT New Zealand Cup the second Tuesday in November, so no long-term issues there. What about a couple of the other potential Cup runners, uh, Henry Hubert and Smithy's Terror? Yep, well, Smithy's Terror, he's, I trained him yesterday and drove him, and he's coming up super, along with Bark as well. We really rate Bark highly. We think that he's a, a serious player in this year's Cup. Um, he was a little bit lucky in the Auckland Cup. Never got much of a run, but he's the kind of horse that is just uh, look. He looks like he's wintered pretty well. They still got hairy coats, of course, but they're actually uh, both of them work super on uh, Saturday. We used to down the beach, and Henry Hubert's a little bit behind them, but um, yeah. So we're going to have probably five. We'll be aiming for the cup, including uh, Mighty Louie and um, and uh, Eisenberg. So you know we've got a nice sort of um, handy team to uh, have an assault on the New Zealand Cup this year. Yep, looking forward to uh, seeing them progress. The Derby winner from last year, trotting-wise, Nazareth, where's he? He's going to the trials on Wednesday, and um, he trotted super yesterday at the beach. We had a little bit of a problem with his feet earlier on, or last time he raced, actually. So we, we had to treat them, to, well, get them right for a start. Attorney mate got them right, came back in, and uh, his work was really strong yesterday. So we're looking forward to seeing him go. He's in and we've got a team of about 20 going on Wednesday, Greg. So we've got a big day up there at Rangura. All right. People can check that out, hrnz.co.nz. Trials get up there pretty quickly now. If it's not later on Wednesday, it's definitely by Thursday. Want to talk about some of the three-year-olds. Charlie Brown, Who's Delight, Triple G. Where are they? Yeah, well, Charlie Brown and Who's Delight will both be running possibly this Friday at Addington. Um, they trialled only once. Charlie Brown was a really strong trial, and his, his work was um, their work on Saturday morning. At the beach was super, so they've trained on nicely since the trial. They're probably going to have one trial, which is a bit rare for the stable to do. We like to go two, but we feel as though they're pretty well forward, and they could go and have a run there. And Triple G, he's a couple of weeks behind um, with them, and um, he he had uh, a wee bit of a foot issue during the winter, and a couple of horses have just with the you know how wet it's been, Greg. 
But yep. we've got that right again now, and he's uh, he's a couple of weeks behind them, but he, he I trained him a couple of times since I've been down, and um, he, he feels really strong. All three of those, RJ, all three of them gave me the impression that they are only going to get better as they uh, develop and, and strengthen up a wee bit. Is that the feel you're getting from them, and therefore they are definitely three? Charlie Brown, who's delight? and uh, Triple G that we can follow with a bit of confidence, and can they match up to the better three-year-olds? I think they all can. They're all different types of horses. Um, Triple G, by far and away, has got this that raw potential, and he's a big, powerful horse, and all, is, all we've got to do is get him steering a fraction better. He's always been a horse that's been a hard-steering horse. Um, he, he did have a foot problem when we bought him, which we never realised because um, I never picked it up. I think it was as a foal. He must have sort of got it... Um, cut some hair, and anyway, that, that's given him a little bit of problem. But it, it's good and good right now. So he's awesome, massive potential. Uh, Charlie Brown's a speed horse of the three of them. He's got terrific speed, and he just needs strength to get get that over the line. And who's the light? Just got there. He's got raw potential. He's um, he's got a motor, hasn't he? Needs, Man, he's got a motor. Yeah, his, oh, he's got a motor. His head just needs to be in the right place. And once that, well, once it happens, Greg, he could be anything. That horse. He's just got uh, some of the fractions he run. Ran at Alexander Park, and even at Eddington, uh, and the, when Gab drove him at last race, Gab said he didn't know him as only his first drive, and he said, had he have really driven him up a little bit firmer down the back straight and got him handy because he dropped off by four, but his last fractions of a 600 were actually quite outstanding, so he's a horse too that once uh, his brain settles. All different types of horses, one steering, one just maturity, and one just getting the brain right, but they've all got terrific potential. Yeah, absolutely they have. Um, let's talk about the Trotters, and it's a different year for you guys this year. Sonny's no longer the stable star, so uh, what are we thinking with Artie by the Hill and Matadeiros? Yep, well, both of them are coming out great. Um, Matadeiros, we had an operation had to be done. We were very, very fortunate. We raced him at Cambridge, and that night he broke, and Fergie said he was travelling super until he just uh, locked on one line around the turn and had a gallop, and we had him booked in at Matter Matter, and we sent him over there, and it turned out he had a hairline fracture um, of the Paston that was uh, could have exploded at any given time, and he never showed any sign. It was always a little bit off in the off in the near hind, but we couldn't pick up anything on X-rays, and then after that race, it did show. So they screwed that. Uh, only one screw required, and he's had a long rehab. He was. Uh, went to Kandala Park and swam, oh, was on the water treadmill there for, uh, not water treadmill, on the water walker, I should say, for two months. And now he's home, he's doing water treadmilling at Bob Butt's new machine down there, at, uh, down at his place, and, and of course on the beach. And, and uh, Craig's really, uh, Craig's taken over, so he's a, he's a new sonny for Craig. <laughs> so he's right. really happy with him. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yep. So that, means no, that means nobody else will get to drive again. That's okay, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and and of course, Artie Artie by the way, I drove him yesterday actually. He worked super, so he's only a couple of weeks away from. Um, I think he might even go on the trails on Wednesday. He's only a couple of weeks away from getting ready to go, and he feels great. All right, sounds exciting uh, going into the spring, RJ. Uh, you're in a nice position premiership-wise to grab your third and, of course, one with Jenna too, which I know uh, would be pretty special there. Uh, appreciate your time, mate. Um, all the best with the trialists this week. We'll certainly keep an eye on those. And, um, yeah, let's get into the spring racing because uh, I think we're going to have a heck of a three or four months ahead. Yeah, it's going to be exciting. And thanks very much, Greg. Lovely to talk. No problem. No problem at all. Really great to have uh, Master Horseman RJ Dunn, who, incidentally, 
currently sits in the 1900s and will be the next trainer uh, to go past 2000 wins, joining the Purdens, uh, Roy Barry and Mark. Short break for us here on Trot's Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. Go to hrnz.co.nz, find yourself a winner today for Ashburton. On the other side, we'll find out where the money's going with Matt Peden from the Bookmaker's Desk. In your home straight on SENZ Trots Talk, brought to you by HRNZ. Matt Peden joins us from the TAB Bookmakers Desk. Uh, morning to you, Matthew. Morning to you too, Gregory. Yes, change of venue today, away from Addington, down to the wide open spaces of Ashburton. So have the punters decided it's time to get involved around the almost 1,500 metre circuit? They have, Greg, and, uh, and they've been there's been a good money, a lot of money, I should say, on uh, on quite a few of the races, particularly at the top end, focusing on those favoured runners, as you you often do get on these Sunday meetings. But uh, of those, there's been one runner back today in particular, which has caught our eye, and that is in the form of premium player in race number one for Gav Smith. Uh, it's been 6.50 into 4.80, but it's a good push in a sense that we haven't seen it since its last start, where it won at the Mount Harding, beating two nice horses in Virginia, Clowers and Mighty Logan. So... I think the push that's come through the market there gives you an indication that the stable may think that it's close to ready. So uh, good push there at race one, number seven, premium player. What about uh, throughout the card? I'm picking the Telfer runner, uh, Forever Me, is through just about every multi. And saying that, like, she is handicapped to win this race, but it's 1,700. She's first up. She's only ever won once from 16 starts. And... Whilst I expect her to just about win this, it might not just be a line-up and win job. No, it won't be. And, and to be fair, we uh, we probably opened it right on right on the money where it needs to be. But you do get that line through Altamedia, who she ran up the straight with at the trials at Addington about a fortnight ago. And he went around at $1.45 from memory on Friday night and won easily. So you go through that form line, the uh, the $1.60 may look some sort of value on the other hand too. All right. Heaps of markets available uh, in the futures at tab.co.nz. Um, let's have a look at some of those. And I was talking to Richard Bromley about it earlier. The depth around the IRT New Zealand Cup this year uh, excites me a little bit. Almost as much for the reason that we've got horses for the Cup, but also for races like the Junior Free For All. Yeah, absolutely. It's, uh, it's not often that you go through and price a market like this and, and you've got uh, you've got legitimately 30, 40 horses that could potentially line up and, uh, and give you a full feel. But uh, there's, there's a stack of depth. There's a lot of money. There's a lot of money at the bottom of the market at those 101 runners where where uh, people might think that one of them might slip into the field and you can get the $21 to place for one of those 101 runners. And uh, they're happy to try a few of those, which is good. And to think that next year we could have Leap to Fame as part of that market as well. And there's just so much, so much depth around and hopefully it continues to play that way. All right, the winner on Friday night, of course, was Anything Goes, was heavily backed then and may well have been slightly fortuitous and not to, to detract from uh, Anything Goes win, but Artie's Express, when she did gallop, looked like she was travelling like the winner. Into $11 for the IRT New Zealand Cup, Anything Goes. Um, has there been money prior to Friday night and has there been any since? Yeah, Greg, she, he, I should say, was 100 to 1 into $13 before Friday night, and that came in from, I think, if my memory serves me correct, $17 before he had his first start run for All-Stars. Uh, $11 now, and he's our second worst way in that market behind Smithy Terra, who's been really well backed from 100 to 1 to 41. But 
Well, uh, we gave it we gave it a turn. Anything goes, and we'll wait till it uh, we wait till it takes on some of these better ones again as we get closer to the Morris Homes Fars at the end of August and see how it lines up. Yeah, 25th of August that is. You've got the Millwood Nike special there to remain unbeaten. I think uh, opened did it open three dollars and now two seventy five. Yeah, it's been really popular. Like you said, we hit two eighty late last week, and that was taken as well. So into two seventy five and. Probably getting to that. Uh, probably getting close to where her, her floor price may be at two seventy five. But um, it's given the punters an extra way to find would Nike. I guess you could say is, uh, she does go around like a bit So good way to get involved if you do want to watch her compete through the spring. All right, really appreciate your time as always here on uh, Trot's Talk, Matthew. Enjoy your Sunday tuning into Ashburton. Likewise, Greg. Have a good one. All right, there is uh, Matt Peden from the Bookmakers Desk. Big thank you to all of our guests today, Richard Bromley, Nathan Williamson, Cherie Tomlinson, Sarah O'Reilly, Robert Dunn and Matt Peden. That's Trot's Talk for another week. I'll talk to you in seven days' time. All the very best if you're investing at Ashburton today. And bet responsibly.